What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Man, I feel so refreshed and rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Taking a break off for the holidays was awesome. Yes, thank you for allowing us to do that. We really needed to do that. A little decompression time. Um, my family was up here for a mm-hmm. little bit. We got a lot of time with Nicole's family. And I'm finally out of the academy. Woo! Very exciting. Graduated from the Michigan State Police Academy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a Michigan State Police trooper, probationary trooper. <laughs> uh, so I'll be on probation for a while, but it's still really exciting. I'm home every night and no, we we really needed the break. And I, But I still can't believe that we made it to 2020, like the podcast. Oh yeah, no, it's really cool. And I'm excited that we're doing a whole nother year of this. I know. We didn't know how it would go when we first started, right? So we're like... Okay, we really hope people listen and like it. And now that it's 2020 and it's like no question about it, we're still going. Yeah, it is It is kind of bizarre. And like Nicole said, and we've said this before, like we weren't sure how people were going to react. Um, so- Especially because we don't really, um, we really didn't know what we were supposed to be or like what people wanted us to be. So we just decided to do what whatever, we were going to do. What, yeah, yeah, what we are. And it's so refreshing that we're allowed to do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like prep time is minimal. Yeah. Because we're just like talking real life about us and problems and I don't know. No, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, I feel that way. And one thing that is now for 2020 is New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Right. So, Nicole, give me a list of what your... Oh, you should have told me. They're over by the computer. It's okay, but you, you have a general idea of yeah. what they are. So what, what for you is important to do in 2020? I would say a lot more like self-care and not like wearing myself thin. So simple things such as making sure that I'm doing my skincare routine, eating healthy. I know all those sound so boring, but no, like no. even making sure I brush my teeth twice a day, it can be hard sometimes. <laughs> um, so just like doing those little things to focus on my basic needs. So that way I can focus more on my actual goals in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I did take like an, I had like an eight month freaking I don't even know what it was last year to where it was hard for me to shower, get out of bed some days. And I think it's because I let myself, I had too many projects going on and I wasn't like eating good and making sure my mind was good. 
in the simple basic needs, I wasn't meeting them. Well, and I will say too, to your defense also, mm-hmm. in that time, you also felt probably overwhelmed because I wasn't here. Right, you yeah. felt like you had to take everything on your shoulders, and everything was on your plate. Mm-hmm. And, and then we I had was just gone. started the podcast, um, so that was kind of stressful too. And then the wedding planning. So yeah, I was focusing more on those things, and so I know I need to start. Um, even if I want to spend three hours in the kitchen now, because I know it's going to be good for my health, good for my mind, and just like I'm going to do it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. feel bad, um, and I'm going to focus more on that type of thing. And I'll also, we all want to be better people, right? So yeah, just like. Being able to be a better person in every single aspect. Mm-hmm. I feel like we work on that every single day, but just kind of like knowing to shut my mouth, even bite my tongue <laughs> <laughs> when I normally will just like spit it out. <laughs> yeah. And to Nicole's point, just for anybody that's listening out there, don't ever think that anything is, I mean, there's some things that are really important, but don't ever think that you're not important enough to step back and take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let life consume you, right? Just because people are expecting you to do things at a certain time or get things done, it's okay to step back and be like, all right, look, I need a minute, right? You're only one person. I'm one person. I, I got, you know, and it could be something as simple as like, you know, you got to get, you know, the kids ready or mm-hmm. your house set up for something or, and then you also have something in the evening that you have to do or somebody wants to show up somewhere they somebody Mm -hmm. wants to come over to borrow something it's like all right look wait Mm -hmm. right like you need that moment for yourself so you don't get overwhelmed and at the end of the day it's not that serious right most of the day-to-day things that we do is not saving somebody else's life Mm -hmm. right so you can take that moment to decompress and i think i do a good job at that and i've been trying to help nicole get to that point where it's Mm -hmm. like babe it's fine right things will get done no reason to like overstress. Do what is best for you. And right now that is taking a breath, relax, right? If you need a minute, take a beat and then you get back to it. It's kind of like it brings me back to something super simple. Like in college when I was in nursing school, I would have a huge exam or a huge paper to write and I would have, you know, 12 hours to get it done. And I would, I would, my room would be messy and I'd be like, I don't have time to clean my room. I don't have time to pick up my apartment. I need to study. Well, I realized that if I spent that hour picking up my apartment and room and then studied, I'd be a lot more effective mm-hmm. than six hours of thinking I'm studying. But really, I feel even more overwhelmed because I know things are messy. So it's weird. You just kind of got to do what, <laughs> what works for you. But yeah. that's how my life is. If I need to stop and clean. I have like five collaborations to do. And um, to turn uh, in pictures and, and to do videos. And you have to go to the mail, right? You have and, to go drop something off in the mailbox. Yeah, I got to do the like Coco Caliente out. merchandise. I got yeah. all these deadlines. And it's like, I don't have time to clean my house right now. But if I stop and clean it for four hours, I bet you I'm so much better off that yeah. day. Or if you're able to get your mindset to the point where it's like the house doesn't have to be clean today. Yeah. And that's like the next step above. Mm-hmm. You right, know what I mean? Right. So it, it's it's doing that stuff. And that's just like Nicole said, that's self-care. And um, what are your resolutions, Victor? Mine are the pretty generic ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh Staying in shape, right? So I was fortunate mm-hmm. enough to be put through basically a boot camp to get myself. I lost like 20 pounds. Forced yeah. into shape. <laughs> yeah, I was forced into shape, but now I want to stay that way. And I think I'm at a point now, the closest I would ever be to running a marathon. And I was mm-hmm. telling Nicole, I want to run a marathon. So if anything, that's a good resolution type thing. Work towards doing a marathon this mm-hmm. year, right? Um, I also want to eat better mm-hmm. and it's already been a struggle, right? Because of the holidays and everything. And then I like my Twix. I'm, I'm, yes. I've been really bad with eating Twix, but I've been doing better, mm-hmm. right? I've been doing better. It's little, it's little changes like that because honestly, I was reading a study mm-hmm. and it said by February, 
80% of people already stopped doing their resolutions. And that could be from what you're kind of saying we're going to maybe get to is if you go so extreme and like I'm an all or nothing person. So mm-hmm. this, this is to me. Um, I'm at the point where I understand is going extreme and like messing up a little bit. It's not over. It's okay. Like still just get back on track. You don't have to ruin the whole day. And like, I'm trying to be better at mindsetting that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. I don't, if I miss my juice in the morning, it doesn't mean I have a free day. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's a huge thing. And yeah, I was going to say that. And that's perfect that mm-hmm. do little steps, little goals, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you can't completely cut out the sugar out of your coffee, but instead of putting three scoops, you know, put one or two or slowly mm-hmm. gradually take it down. Right. Maybe you don't go to the gym and run five miles the first time you go into the gym right? Oh, heck no. Maybe walk half a mile or jog, you know, for 10, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, whatever it is, you know, as long as you're doing something and then that's, that's an accomplishment for that day. Yeah. Right. And that's good. And Cause what, if you just go run five miles, like if I were to go just run five miles, I would absolutely hate everything about that. Mm-hmm. And I would, would never, never go back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Or but you'll you, be too you'd sore. Be okay. So you just got to do what's, what's your physical activity ability. Yeah. When I used to train people, I I'd, I'd do, I'd say that like, don't go in there and like, like destroy your body because mm-hmm. one, if you've never been sore before, right? Mm-hmm. And you get sore for the first time and it's not just your legs or your arms, it's your whole body. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm broken, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I'm, if you don't know what sore is, you're going to think you're hurt yeah. and you're not going to go again. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the next time you go again, it'll be like another week later and, and it doesn't do you, you know, as good as it would be if you did little things each day. Um, I yeah. also recommend if losing weight is your goal, right? Have a goal for that. Don't just, you know, losing weight for the loose losing weight sake. Yeah, it's healthier. But if you have like a goal for that down the line, like I said, like I, I want to run a marathon, right? That's a mm-hmm. big one. But that incentivizes me to go because I'm training towards a goal, mm-hmm. right? If you want to get into those shorts or those pants that you used to wear, if you want to get ready for that summer body or whatever, at least you have some end goal in sight. And then you can kind of work towards that. I don't really know if that works though, because I'm getting married and I'm still sucking it up over here. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a very long term goal. Uh, Try making something shorter. Yeah. Right? Okay. Little so goals. like our March vacation in Florida. Our March vacation. I want to feel exactly. good to wear a bikini. Yes. And yeah. I would also say if going to the gym is this for you, um, I used to take and I still do. I'll take pictures at least once a week. And you can do it, you know, you can spread them out a little bit more because it's hard for you to see a change in a week or two just by looking in the mirror mm-hmm. because you don't realize how the changes are happening because you see yourself every day, right? Most of us see ourselves pretty much naked in the mirror every day before we shower, right? You look in the mirror naked before you shower. Our mirror well, is not in front of the shower. Yes, it is. Not Our really. mirror is right in front no, of the shower. No, it's not. Nicole. It's one, on the end cap of the shower. Nicole, that is the biggest lie. Victor, I'm taking a picture. I stand, If I stand if, and if I go with just the water, right? Because I'll, I'll take my clothes off and I'll turn the water oh, okay. on. Okay, but I go to the, I get, you get in through the front. We already established this and I get in through the back. So, so through the front of the shower, you can you see yourself in the mirror? You can see yourself in the mirror. Yes, exactly. Through the back of the shower where I get in? No. Okay, even if, okay, for example. No, but I'm just, I just wanted to say that let's just say you don't you don't look at yourself before you get in the shower when you get out of the shower and you're in a towel where do you normally stand yeah in, the mirror. in front of the mirror exactly so since we see ourselves every day you don't really notice the little changes that are happening in your body and the scale itself might not reflect what's actually happening to your body so if you're taking these pictures uh, at least once a week mm-hmm. you start seeing and noticing these little changes and over time it's a big change even because muscle 
definition. You'll see that more in your arms. Like Mm -hmm. my muscles haven't probably, my arms haven't shrunk at all, but I have noticed since I started these workout classes that um, they're just more toned. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they look better in a shirt rather, but they're not like, my sleeves aren't getting looser yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then as you do that more and more, those changes become addictive, right? So when you get- So I hear, I have never got to that point yet. Well, have you been (laughs) taking pictures though? No, I'm not going to take a picture until I lose like 10 pounds. Exactly. And that's the common (laughs) misconception, right? If you just do them over, then you go from that picture that you took week one, right? And then you're in like week seven and you, and you look at the difference in those pictures. You're like, Oh my God, like I can see it in, you know, in my waistline or in my, in my neck, Mm -hmm. you know, and different things like that. I mean, my before and after picture from the Academy is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. You know, that was also six months. That was six months, but but it was, it was a drastic change. It was, it was was a drastic change, Mm but you could see that little by little. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing that Nicole and I are doing in this, at least in January and hopefully across for the rest of the year, but we'll, we'll see, okay, no promises, but we're doing sober January. Yeah. So we hadn't had a drop of alcohol this year. Granted, we are in what, the fourth day of the year. And I don't drink much, but for Victor, this is really good because we had a, we even had a New Year's Eve wedding yep. that we went to. That was the Roaring Twenties, if you saw those pictures. Such a cool idea if you're looking for a wedding idea. It was a 1920s themed wedding. Get married wedding. on um, New Year's Eve. No one is leaving your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> a big alcohol bill. But anyways, Vic didn't even drink there. Um, yeah. Actually, I hadn't had anything to drink since New Year or Christmas Eve. Which is really good for you because yeah. around here, it's very normal just to crack a couple beers and have them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of hard. I mean, last night we had to really avoid, we just went and played poker but you have to really avoid because they ask you 25 times. It's yeah, just do you want like a beer? Do you want a shot? Do you it's want, just you know? like Midwestern yeah, living over yeah, here. Yeah, just, yeah. hey, you know, offering, offering, offering. And then finally we just had to be like, no, we're doing sober January. But I'm very proud of you, Vic, even oh, though it's only you. been, I don't know how long. Um, it like, it's, been a, it's been a little over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it, it's also, I'm not going to lie, another thing is budgeting, right? So we're trying mm-hmm. to save money this yeah. year. We got a wedding coming up. We just bought a car. Um, mm-hmm. So... For for me is like if you cut down that alcohol, oh my gosh, how much money you're gonna save? Alcohol is expensive, especially yeah. when you go to a restaurant and you buy a beer that's mm-hmm. like five bucks, or or you buy a case at the grocery store. Or my six packs, I I just like craft beer, so my six packs are like twelve dollars yeah, a pop, they are. you know. And so we're just trying to save anywhere we can, and I'm sure there's a lot of. And other honestly, people. it's saving on his health as well, and I think our relationship flourishes a lot better. And there's no alcohol involved because if you guys have problems in relationships, I feel like a lot of things are miscommunicated when you're drinking. Yeah, I think that's true. You know? And I was going to say, if you are somebody like us that wants to save money in this new year, I was reading a study and it said, take the credit cards like out of your uh, wallet or purse, right? Leave those at home. Because when you're out and about, guess who doesn't not want to spend the money that's in their debit card because it's actually in their bank account. It's not credit. Uh, 
uh, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, maybe I don't buy that, right? Maybe I don't I purchase that. think about it a little more. You think about it. And it's called, uh, it was called uh, adding friction, right? Okay. So for example, let's say losing weight was one of your things or eating better, mm-hmm. right? The friction. Adding friction would be taking the cookies from the counter and putting them in the pantry. Yeah. So you're adding that distance between you and that thing. It's not an easy grab. It's that you have to think about it a little bit more, right? Same with uh, if you're at a buffet mm-hmm. and it showed, studies showed that thinner people sat with their back facing the buffet oh. and had a napkin on their lap, right? So one, you're not looking at it. That's adding friction. And two, you have something on your lap to go get up and get food. Right, oh, it's so just adding I, an extra layer. And I always face a dang buffet. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, what's up there? What are people getting? Yeah, exactly. So uh, just little things like mm-hmm. that help you, you know, p- or put yourself in a better spot. That's a good idea. That that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like even online shopping, when they save your credit card, you're kind of screwed because you can just hit checkout, done, done. Mm-hmm. Where if I have to go get my credit card, a lot of times it doesn't make it past uh, yeah. the cart. So Because you just think about it a little bit. Yeah, do I really need to go get my credit card? Like Amazon, that? everything's saved. It's too yeah, easy. That is. And we're obsessed with it. Yeah. Uh, so those are just little tips and tricks. Uh, we would like to know what your New Year's resolutions are. Yes. Because it is interesting to us. Because um, it gives other people ideas too of things like maybe we should be working on. But we do have other bigger goals in 2020. Like we're going to be getting married. We want to yep. do a live podcast. We want to get pregnant. Um, those are big things in our life. But we have to do everything every day, the small things to get there, to be healthy enough to achieve those goals. To have the funds to have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. That, and that's, that's most certainly true. Um, yeah. So share your, what your resolutions are. Give us some ideas. Um, and, and it also motivates us, yeah. right? Because another thing, sorry with the science, oh, but geez. no, it's true though. <laughs> having, having a community of, of supporters of what you're doing, right? Because if you have a group of friends that all eat bad and you're trying to eat healthy. It's hard. How successful do you think you're going to be? Not that successful. It's way harder to be successful. Exactly. And so there, it, it was like, you know, have somebody on speed dial ready to go when you don't feel like going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Or just make things easier for yourself. And, and that's all that's doing, having that support group to be ready to jump to help you. Like, hey, no, you don't have to do this. Or, hey, I'll, you know, make sure you go to the gym today. I'm so proud of you. You know, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. Yeah, you know, I have been going. And so, I don't know. That's just things to keep in mind. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so no, no, no. So now I want to, and I, and I wasn't going to do this because Nicole brought it up and I was like, no, we shouldn't talk about that. And then I was like, which is fine. We don't need to talk about it. But we will talk about it because you're right. It is, it is kind of a a bizarre circumstance that we Mm -hmm. find ourselves in given the place that we live in. Right. Because this doesn't normally happen in other places. So, well, I mean, it could happen, but it wouldn't be a big deal, maybe, because if there's a big city, it, it, yeah, it could happen, but it doesn't generally happen. So, this is the conundrum that Nicole and I find ourselves in. Uh, so, we live, as you guys know, in a little village of 800 people, right? Village of Ugly in Huron County in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, we have our wedding date set. And, yeah, and and our close friends and family know it because I told them to save it, obviously. Yeah, so we have our wedding date set. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just doing a little build up no, to this. No, that's good, that's good. So we have our wedding date set. It's exciting. It's ready to go. We got the venue. We're, we're getting the vendors in place. We're doing everything we need to do, right? And we've had this date now for a, a little shy we've of a year. In, yeah. 
A little, because you have to get the venue early, right? Mm-hmm. So you make sure everything's good. Somebody in this town just got engaged. Like now it'd probably be four weeks ago. Now it'd probably be a month ago. Yeah. Right. Um, a little more, a little less, give or take, but it's about a month ago. This person got engaged and then immediately picked the same wedding date as us. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Small town, right? They pick their wedding date here in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their wedding venue is here in our same town. Our wedding venue is four hours out of town. Okay. (laughs) So now people already have to make a decision, right? Small little village, 800 people. Everybody knows everybody. And on top, not only do everybody know everybody, this person happens to be Nicole's ex high school boyfriend of five years. Mm -hmm. So literally everybody knows everybody they're all friends Mm -hmm. so now people in this town have to decide oh do i go to the wedding four hours away Mm -hmm. or do i go to the wedding that's right here in town it's easy for me right and then it's like am i more friends with nicole or i am more friends with this other guy and what kind of stinks too is like his family some of his family are my friends and so like they're gonna have to i mean they I don't know. Like, are they going to pick their first cousin or are they, they going to pick their good Better friend? Better said, some of, some of Nicole's friends and uh, their, their family's friends are related to them. To them, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it could be Nicole's friend, but it's also their aunt. So, yeah, so, like, you can't really... Yeah, what are you going to say? Don't go to your, don't go to your nephew's uh, wedding because it's, you got to come to mine. That's four just, hours away. It made me upset, too, because, um, well, his mom knew the day because his mom and my mom are, like, really good friends, and we actually hang out with them in Florida every year. So it, it made me sad that she couldn't come to our wedding. Vic knows her really well. Mm-hmm. We're super close with them. Yeah. Anyways, she knew the date, and so she kind of knew that this was an issue, but... I waited four days to cool off, and then I messaged him just, like, how I thought that, you know, he had just set the date, and hoping in the back of my mind he will change it just by me saying, like, I wouldn't have done this to someone. Yeah, yeah. And, no, he's not changing it. (laughs) Like, he's just, like, sorry it ended up that way. And uh, because nothing was booked for him besides the venue, which would be very understanding. Um, Anyways, it sucks. It really yeah. does, but I'm over it now, and I decided whoever wants to be there at my wedding day, um, they'll make that decision. Yeah, and I, and I would like your input on this. Uh, don't don't hesitate to message us. I just think this is such a bizarre and interesting situation. And a lot of people who know us both, and like they'll come up to me, and they just are in disbelief. So I know I'm not like crazy. I cried for a while because I was just so angry. But they're just like, it's so weird. Yeah, and it's not like there's not any other dates, right? Like in the following month Mm -hmm. or anything like that, right? There's other dates for the venue that they wanted in this town. It just happened that they picked our date. So It's hard not to like... Take it personal. Yeah, for sure. Because you spend a lot of time. This is your one big day. You spend a lot of money, time, you're excited. And then just to know right off the bat, like 40 people probably can't come that you would expect to come because they have another wedding that day. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something I put into my plans. I did know that since people had to travel, like that could cut into the guest count, but not the people that were going to be going elsewhere. Outright not go at all because they have another one yes. that they have to go to in a yeah. sense or might not want to drive to ours and they have an excuse now. Yeah. That's what makes it hard. The hardest is yeah. that now they have an easy out. 
Um, because like, oh yeah, let's just go to the one in Ubley. Cause I'm kind of like that, you know, like, yeah. let's go to the one that's closer, but it's whatever. Ours is going to be cool. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a very unique circumstance that we find ourselves in, which is, seems like we always find ourselves in unique circumstances that nobody else finds themselves in. And I'm sure that happens to everybody in one way or another. It but just feels like a movie, like kind of like a small town it's like a Hallmark movie. Film. Like, wait, I was watching Heart of Dixie for the second time I watched it in college and I watched it again on Netflix and it's the cute tiny town Bluebell and everybody's like running into each other's exes, da, da, da. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a scene off of Heart of Dixie. Like George Tucker and Lemon Breland had planned their wedding the same day. And they're like, Lemon's like, you got to change it. He would change it. This guy won't change it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't watch Heart of Dixie. I let Nicole watch that while I'm doing something else. If you get that reference, it makes a lot of sense. That's exactly what's going on here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, yeah, we just, I, I, I necessarily didn't want to share it, but then I was like, you know what? Let's just share it because it is what it is and it's interesting. So if you are traveling sometime soon, maybe for spring break or sooner than that, um, if you're looking for a good luggage, Away is a great place to get what you're looking for. Um, Everyone has their own unique traveling style, which is why Away offers a huge range of suitcases made from different materials. Yeah, like polycarbonate, aluminum, durable nylon. They also got tons of different colors, two carry-on sizes. Literally for whoever you are, whatever you need to pack, they have the luggage that works for you and how you travel. Yeah, and the features help keep everything super organized, which Victor loves. It has a laundry bag, which Victor loves. Yeah. Um, he's like the neat freak. It has extra space and hidden pockets, like which is what I love, so I can pack a lot of stuff. Um, and they're designed to last a lifetime. So if any part of your suitcase breaks, a way standout customer service team will arrange to have it fixed or replaced. There's also a 100-day trial on everything Away makes. So you can take the product out on the road, live with it, travel with it um, for 100 days. And then if you decide if it's not for you, you can return it with, I mean, a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, they do free shipping and returns as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Um I also like, which is very, I don't know, very critical of me, but the wheels don't stick. And I hate that with other <laughs> other oh, luggage, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Especially after you use it for a while, the wheels start sticking. It's real pain. Yeah. No, these uh, these wheels will spin, you know, the full 360 degrees and, and they'll never stick on you. So I like that. And there's a TSA approved combination lock if that's something that you are interested in. Yeah. To get your suitcase and shop other travel essentials, visit awaytravel.com slash xx. X. No, it's Coco. Nuh-uh. Well, you put in, yes, you put in Coco, C-O-C-O. Are you sure? Yes. Well. To get your suitcase and shop <laughs> other travel essentials, visit awaytravel.com forward slash C-O-C-O. Where does it say C-O-C-O? It's I know just, that's our code for everything. It's just common knowledge. It's definitely not XXX. Well, if you do XXX and it doesn't work, <laughs> definitely do forward slash Coco, C-O-C-O. <laughs> Away is the best suitcase. So you definitely want to try that. But put Coco, not XXX. <laughs> What else do you got for us today? What's on the menu? Okay, so last night, Victor and I were playing poker, like I said earlier. Which I have gotten better at poker. Mm -hmm. I started the game and I was losing. And I was losing and I had to get more money, get more quarters, losing, get more money, get more quarters, losing. And at the end, I bounced back. 
Yeah. And I won all my money back plus eight dollars. Yes, you which did is right. not like the greatest thing in the world, but I didn't end up in the negative like I was. True. So that's I good. ended up losing twenty dollars. Yeah, Nicole lost money. <laughs> um, which is not normal. So stop. It just happens to be when we start budgeting, I lose money. Um. Anyways, well. I had kind of like, well, Victor said something to me that kind of like hurt my feelings, but really shouldn't have hurt my feelings. And okay. Let me so, set the, let me set the scene yeah, really set the quick. Scene. I'm so, so bad at this. So we were, we were playing, right? I had a really good hand. I knew I had a really good hand mm-hmm. and I was excited to, cause Nicole's dad is good at poker and he always likes to joke around and like rub it in people's face and yeah. ha ha ha. Right. So he's like that guy and it's all in fun. It's all in good fun. So I was waiting for my turn now because I'm not the best at poker, but I was, I was doing well. Mm-hmm. And so the first guy that it was just us three left, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy, uh, Nicole's dad and myself. And so the other guy shows his cards because he was betting up like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And he and I already have something better than he does, right? So I'm waiting for Nicole's dad to say that he doesn't have anything or whatever. And he- I peeked at Vic's cards because I threw my cards in and I went out. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew what Vic had. And so Nicole automatically says, oh, you have it better than that. But I whispered it kind of. Well, everybody heard you, right? So she says, and I just look at Nicole. I was like, don't say anything. Just be quiet, you know? And she took big offense to that. But for me, it was like, I'm ready to rub this in Dave's face. I'm so excited to be like, oh, I have the best hand, you know, like Mm -hmm. nonchalantly. And I felt like in that moment, she ruined my thunder, which in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. But I also didn't say anything aggressively to Nicole. It was more just like, hey, you know, like, hey, be quiet. Like, I I want this moment, right? Yeah. And I was already kind of getting beat up with poker. Like my dad had told me that he had something better. So I threw in my cards one time and I didn't think he'd lie to me. And so I was like already... Kind of in like, true poker fashion, he lied to her everyone, and she would have won. But everyone was super... And then like my dad's friend, they're super loud and... Oh gosh, I don't know. I was already feeling like beat up somehow, emotionally. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was At losing all point. her money and she... Yeah, exactly. So then Nicole took offense and she started crying and she was pissed and she wanted to leave. <laughs> no, okay. And no, no, no. But that's what happened, right? Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what happens. And then I'm like, oh my God, what... Like you would have thought that... In that moment, you would have thought that I did something egregious, right? right? And he didn't. And I, I just couldn't like, stop crying because, okay, so I will say that Vic and I, I feel like are the closest that we've ever been. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I love Victor more now than I ever have. And so, so we're spending a lot of time together and just like really close. And so I thought like him saying that to me, it just made me feel sad. Like, because the intention of why I said that was, oh, you have better than that. That's what I said. Exactly. I elbowed him. I'm like, you have better than that. Because in poker, if you call the wrong hand, he had a lot going on in his cards. He had great cards. He could have called like four things. And I just wanted him to make sure he knew, because there's wild cards, whatever, knew that he had better than that. Because if you miscall your cards, which has happened to me before, and I think has happened to Vic before, they just don't let you... You can't like say, oh, never mind. So I was just saying that because I really wanted him to win and to know he had better than that. It wasn't, I was on his side and I felt like at that moment he was thinking I was like going against him or trying to be malicious. And I was just like, wait, I was just making sure you knew you had better cards than him so you can win the pot. Um, So it was a kind of a misunderstanding, but what Victor did instead of just like getting mad and just being like oh my god nicole's crazy she cries over because i don't cry a ton but my feelings were just really hurt um he like what'd you do so after that like nicole 
a little, a couple hands after that, Nicole was out of the game. And then I was because like, I lost all my money, not because I was. Yeah, yeah. She, but she was still, she was still like visibly sad, and she still had like tears in her eyes and stuff. And then I was like, all right, you know, it's time to pack it up and let's go. And we let them kept playing. We came home. Nicole got changed. I hopped in the shower, and then when I was in the bathroom, I looked up. I was like, you know, th- this is in a sense, this is not a normal situation, right? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, you would have thought that I did something very, very, very bad, right? And you were immediately po- apologetic, which made me like cry even harder because I knew that I was being like, it wasn't a big deal, but it just for some reason hurt my feelings. So then I hopped on Google and I, and I just searched. I was like, my partner, something to the effect of like, my partner is highly sensitive mm-hmm. or, you know, is my partner too sensitive or how do I, you know, how do I basically like work with a sensitive partner something like that and then highly sensitive persons came up Mm -hmm. like it's a thing and i didn't even know about this and basically it's it's a personality trait right that people have that's it's a neurological thing we can get into the effects of that but what i'm saying is like i have a really freaking good partner because instead of getting mad at me and just being like whatever he went and looked up something to see if okay like how can i deal with this or how can i how do i make sure to avoid this and he found that it was really a thing and i find it so like after i read the articles and like the research and stuff i was like wow this is like really legit and this is exactly how i am so i'm going to share some of that because maybe someone else is really sensitive yeah um well, yeah, so we have a high-performing nervous system. So 15 to 20% of the population um, has this. And so we take in more sensory input. So we see more like visual cues. We take in more smells, textures, everything that we see going on. We can process it a lot deeper. It's not just like surface level. And this made me think like, oh my gosh, this is so true because in the Big Brother house, I can notice when someone's acting a little strange. Mm-hmm. Or like if I feel like they flip their vote, I can tell by how they normally look at someone they're looking at me differently or looking at someone else differently or they're eating something they don't normally eat. So we're really, really perceptive on what people do. And this is something that I have always picked up on because my mom is more of like surface level. I'll be like, mom, there's something wrong with so-and-so. And she's like, no, no, they're fine. And come to find out, yes, there is. Um, I just thought I had like a sixth sense. but And it would make sense because because of that, mm-hmm. people with uh, that are highly sensitive – also have a tough time in crowds and yeah. a lot of loud noises yeah. and, and chaos. So going to like a, a, a like, like Bourbon a bar, Street like or a bar, bar or something, yeah. not, and not even a bar, it doesn't necessarily, mm-hmm. if the bar is crowded, mm-hmm. right? Stuff like that. They have so much sensory input coming in that that'll give them anxiety, right? And they wouldn't want to yeah. be there because it's, it's like just so depth, much stimulus. Our depth processing like is overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And that's why we, pre- I definitely prefer more intimate settings. Yeah. Um, small group of people or things like that. And it is super exhausting like to for us to take in so much stimuli all the time because we're not taking in just ours. We feel empathy of everyone. And that's something that Victor's always like, it's not you. It's just like quit worrying about it. It's like I can't help but thinking about this poor woman or I can't help thinking about this guy when I see something, even someone in Walmart who might not have the appropriate clothing on to keep warm. Like it takes up time in my head and in my day and it makes me like figure out what can I do to make this person's life better. I feel sorry for, or I feel empathy for them. So I, when I read that, that makes a lot more sense. Um, and alone time is our survival strategy. So I think this has a lot to do with at the beginning of the podcast when I was like saying how I just like 
felt like so many panic attacks last year, like eight months straight. And I think it was because I wasn't getting um, like the alone time that I needed because I was constantly working, constantly trying to figure things out, um, trying to read you know, Victor, my mom, everyone, all my loved ones around me trying to figure out the best solution for everyone. And I just realized, well, I need to kind of take care of myself a little bit. And we take criticism is so painful for us. Like we're just super, if you say something even small, we'll dwell on it. Input social media. My brother told (laughs) me on Thanksgiving day that I'm dressed like an orphan. And I literally, and it was like, I was like, what? And I like, dwelled on it for like a week and I almost cried and I was just like but he was like teasing and joking because I had on like these long I dress weird I know that but it was just like um it hurt my feelings and no intention at all that he tried to hurt my feelings he was just like it's his way of saying like you look like a you look you don't know it wasn't mean yeah yeah it wasn't meant to be very hurtful um and then last night people were just like she needs to toughen up she needs to toughen up and that's the last thing you want to tell us because we can't just toughen up. It's not just a switch that we can switch on and off. Like maybe if you really, I've been through a lot of crap and I'm still sensitive. So I'm not going to get over it anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we feel more highs. We feel highs intensely and lows intensely. So if you do know someone that's highly sensitive, I would just wrap up with saying that there were really good. We love affection and um, intimacy, like being one-on-one or, um, kisses, whatever, touching, mm-hmm. because we feel our highs are really high and um, we need that for survival. Yeah, so <laughs> the, that's something and in our ever, in our ever, what is it? How do, how do I phrase this? In our ever-evolving relationship, you mm-hmm. always try to learn something about people and I definitely, that's something else that I learned about Nicole that I never knew or I never would know had I not thought a little bit more deeply about what happened yesterday and it's just interesting right yeah you could have totally not even um it just ignored it like most people would and just like be pissed like that's ridiculous why would she even act like that she overreacted yeah but i just like couldn't help it i just had these tears streaming down like i feel (laughs) pathetic right now i don't know what to do yeah. Um, so thank you for doing that. Anytime, baby. Anytime. See, and that's why we have a good give and take here at the uh, soon-to-be Arroyo household. Um, yes. And our <laughs> hashtag, if you guys have not seen, is Arroyo Wedding. Clever. So we are going with Arroyo themed. Um, we're super excited about it. Because if you don't know, my last name is Arroyo. A R R O Y O. So we're adding an A L. Yeah. So Arroyo Wedding. Yes. Um. What else? Uh, oh, I want you. So Nicole wanted to tell me what the weird or normal was mm-hmm. before we started the podcast. And I said, no, right. I don't want to know until we do the podcast because it makes it more organic. But, but she, I was like, I don't know if it's weird enough. Yeah, so. she doesn't think it's weird enough or she's not sure rather if it's weird enough. So we're about to find out right now. Okay, so this happened on Twitter a couple days ago. Vic doesn't even know he was at work. I tweeted, so you know Taylor Swift's song that was like, we'll keep the Christmas lights up till oh, January. Oh, with Shawn Mendes? Yeah, but do you know that verse? Yeah. We'll keep the Christmas lights up till January. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, who doesn't keep their Christmas lights up till January? Like, it should say <laughs> February. And so I tweeted something about that, and then I got some Swifties kind of attacking me. So I was like, I'm done with this. I'm deleting. <laughs> but um, I wasn't going against her. Hey, She's wait, obviously on. a lyrical genius. Is that what, is that what they're called? I was called? highly sensitive. Are what? they called Swifties? I think so. I don't know. I've never heard that before. I think so. I think they're called Swifties. That's funny. Um, 
But see, there you go. I'm too sensitive for Twitter. That's for dang sure. Yeah, well, that's why I deleted mine, and I'm not even and, as sensitive as you. Um, so because I wasn't saying anything bad about her, I was just like, I said, well, what was the majority of the reaction? A lot of people said that they take their lights off immediately the day the day after Christmas. And what I was, my argument was, but I didn't want to get into an argument, mm-hmm. was okay. These people might live in Texas or Florida or. California, where it's super warm. And so maybe going outside and taking your lights down. That is, is an astute point. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that is it right there, yeah. what you're talking about. So maybe these people don't experience like the snow, the ice, and the cold, and you really can't take your Christmas yeah. lights down in January. Live in a place like where we live, and it's uh, 28 or maybe 13 degrees out with snow and ice. Tell me that you're going to take the lights down the it's day just after dang- Christmas. It's just dangerous. It's yeah. dangerous. No, it's not even that it's dangerous. It just sucks. You can't feel your fingers. Like, your face is frozen. You think yeah. you're going to get the ladder out on ice? <laughs> so when I was just kind of... And I get the people were kind of just attacking, like, okay, they weren't attacking. But they were like, I take my tree down. I said, I totally get that. My parents always take the tree down yeah. the next day because they just like, my dad wants it out, whatever. Well, and there's not really much to do to take and a tree down. And I said, down. oh, yeah, taking lights down inside the house is different. Yeah, you took down all the decorations in yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was talking about outside lights. Yeah. I guess that's what I think. And then living in a cold state, um, I was just like thinking it was the most absurd thing ever is taking your Christmas lights down before January. I <laughs> will say though, my, I lived in the South mm-hmm. much longer than I've lived here. Right. Yeah. And we left our lights on year round. <laughs> oh, really? So, because they also use them as like, you know, uh, uh like little decoration lights. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're all just Christmas lights or if they're just all one color, but even if we have a little shindig or a party, they'll just connect the lights on and yeah. you have lights, and I don't right? Think there's anything wrong with it's that. It's like the trimming around the house, but they'll obviously take the, the Santa Claus oh, out of the yeah, yard yeah. and stuff, but they have the, the trimming lights that, that mm-hmm. run around all the trim of the house. Yeah. Um, but, even then. And we just do like white icicle lights. So those aren't, those could just be pretty all year round. You know? Exactly. So I guess I didn't mean to offend so many people. So I'm asking, is it really, is it that weird to keep your lights up? I guess in January. It is not. I think it's normal. Because um, I got a lot of the other way of like, <laughs> I'm weird for thinking that we should leave our lights up till January. Yeah. Where no. I think February is where is where get weird yeah but january is normal for where is it weird to take your lights down in june is it weird (laughs) to wait till june to take your lights down oh (laughs) see i don't know if that was weird or not okay well i think it is not weird and i also have a spanish word of the day for you okay all right the spanish word of the day is loose not loose, loose. Lights. Did you know that one or did you just guess? I, I just guessed, but I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I am one for one in 2020. Yes. <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah. Loose means lights. Luces, lights, you know. So This kind of makes sense. Las luces. Maybe Aprende I... la luz, turn on the light. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, yeah. We are going to have a special episode coming up about our wedding. We just got to get things organized before that. And we like to keep things secret. Yeah, um, I want everybody to get their save the dates first before I do. Yeah, you yeah, know, the like, big hoorah. Um, so unless you have anything else, I don't have anything else. No, I think that's good. But I think, like we always do, we <laughs> have to do our review. 
reviews. Which are so good. Because we love you and we thank you. And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have made it to this year uh, still doing this podcast. And as great as it was to take a break, it is great to be back. Yes. So I will have Nicole take it away. Okay, this one is from Devin Bernie, 28. 10 out of 10 would recommend five stars. I've been listening since episode one, and I can't get enough of this podcast. Nicole and Victor are such genuinely nice people that have great banter. I love how they are just themselves and aren't trying to showcase a perfect facade. While I could just listen to all the episodes of just them talking to each other, they are great interviewers. They make their guests feel comfortable and heard. Last week on the Weird or Normal segment, I completely related to Victor being able to eat the same thing every day for months. I couldn't relate to Nicole's gum, hard gummy love, but my mom feels the same way and always lets her gummy bears get rock hard. Lastly, I love seeing if I know the Spanish word of the day because I am pushing or I am pursuing a minor in Spanish in college right now. Love you guys. I don't know if it's Devon, Devin or Devon. I'm so bad at pronouncing. Okay, I'm sorry if I screwed that up. I'm sure it's fine and it's the thought that counts, Uh right? So this one, and I think this this review is very fitting for today. So it's called Not Just for Laughs, uh, five stars from CJP9910. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to say that I typically tune in for more lighthearted entertainment to pass the time on my hour-long commute to work. If I see that a topic is more serious, I usually skip it. I'm so glad I let the next episode play and listen to the interview with Kevin Hine. Wow. I was moved to tears with his story and how many people his story has saved. Mm -hmm. I won't ever skip an episode again. Thank you for continuing to provide quality content that entertains and educates. That's awesome. Yeah. Because, you know... There is sometimes when I see a podcast episode on other people's podcasting, I'm like, I don't want, I don't know who they are. I don't want to listen to it. And then they end up to be the best ones. Yeah. And, and like, and that, that's my whole thing, you know? Okay. So, and I might be going on another rant, right? Uh-oh. But no, no, <laughs> but it's okay. So when we started this podcast, yeah. uh, and, and no offense to our producer, but he wanted it to be more geared, uh, reality TV. Right. And I was like, well... Because studies show that they do better. They do better. Statistically mm-hmm. speaking, for the, the sake of the podcast and mm-hmm. you know, down the line getting ads and everything, it, it's just you want more listeners, you just do reality TV. More gossip. Yeah. And I w- exactly. More gossipy. And I was, I was telling Nicole, I was like, babe, I'm skeptical about that because that's just not me. Right? You're not going to get the best. It's not me either. Well, no, no. But <laughs> even just talking about Big Brother, oh, right? Yeah, you yeah, enjoy yeah. talking oh, about Big Brother. I do love talking about Big Brother. Exactly. So, but that's just not me. So, if you want to get the best out of me, you're going to have to. I have um, to. I know how to get the best out of Victor. So, we're going to have to work on something together because mm-hmm. if you guys haven't noticed, or and if you go back and listen, when it comes to the Big Brother podcast, I'm never talking about Big Brother unless it's particularly my experience and one part of the process. But I'm, I usually take the reins on those ones, and Vic takes. Vic does really good with the educational, either professors, experts. So, we are going to start doing more expert things well and we have been right i think we have a good balance of like like every other yeah people that are professional or maybe not just reality tv people although we do enjoy the conversations and i do like extracting information from people that do reality tv or tv shows in general um because we learn something different that we might not learn if we're just strictly a reality tv podcast right we like to bring out even when we do do reality tv guests victor is very good at getting information that no other outlet 
Were we an outlet? <laughs> I mean, if no. you want to call us that, but no other interview. Yeah, because he just will, because it's just, he's not so into, oh my gosh, the gossip. Yeah. He's more into the person, which is great because new information is awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and thank you guys, the listeners, for really letting us do that, mm-hmm. right? Um, because everything at the end trickles back to you guys. Like, we might want to do something, but if you guys don't support it, it's not going to go anywhere. True. So... Um, that's why I really like that review because it really showcases that a little bit. It's like, you know, it's not just the ha ha funny stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, we did talk to that plant paradox, you know, guy, or, uh, we did talk to Kevin Hine and that was a really good one. And, the uh, the wedding planner. And I mean, we, we have so many different Love people it. that we yeah. talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been great and it's been really enjoyable for us too. Cause we really do learn stuff. I like learning. Okay. So I like laughing and I like learning. <laughs> so if I can do both in one episode, heck yeah, I'm going to, because I feel like even on, I'm trying to find a good book to read on audible. And I think like some are so serious and then some are like not um, fiction, but mm-hmm. I want something that's funny, real, and educational. So funny and nonfiction. She wants nonfiction comedy. That's yeah. What she wants. <laughs> um, no, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is the first time in New Year I'm going to do this. Do you want to do it? The little closeout? Nope, go ahead. So please uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way to do it is on that little purple app on your phone. It's the Apple Podcast app. Um, And that's really on Apple. I feel like everybody has an Apple. If you have an Android, the best way to rate us is on Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, You can listen to this anywhere you listen to your podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, And you can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. And you can also check out our merchandise there. And also subscribe to email there because we are going to be doing a live show in the new year. Yes, um, And you'll be the first ones to find out about it. So just all you have to do is just go to the Coco www.cococalientepodcast.com and it will ask um, for your email and you'll get a coupon code for our merchandise and then all our newsletters. Yes. Uh, and if you're on the newsletter, you'll probably be uh, – and, and you come to the live show, it'll probably be there that you can do a meet and greet. Uh, mm-hmm. It probably won't be a whole public thing. It'll probably just be on the emails. I right. mean that's what I would like to do yeah, right? because sure. those are the loyal uh, listeners. Right. Um, yeah, so you can get the merchandise there. Don't forget to follow us at – Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter and at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys so, so much. We love you and hope you enjoy. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.